Finn and Dom. Dom, Dom, I, I'm so happy again. We've, we've got another special guest today. Uh, I know you're looking forward to this one. Before we get into that special guest, I got a little story for you. Tell me, brother. So I'm, you know how I like to go in the way back machine and get to find out, you know, a little bit, you know, a little history about what's going on. So I'm going to take you not too far back. I'm going to take you to about 2010, 2011. Okay. So where, maybe where were you around 2010, 2011? You remember? Oh man, me, well, 2010, me and Cody just graduated from St. Patrick High School. Had a good time. Perfect. So, uh, and, and as you said, uh, our, our guest today is Cody. So I'm going to take you a, a little bit back to uh, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay, That was the year that the Boston Bruins beat the Vancouver Canucks in uh, the 2010-2011 season. Now, what you might not know, Dom, is that in Ontario, there's this little hockey league called the Central Canada Hockey League. I don't know if you're familiar with the Central Canada Hockey League. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, today's guest actually has a hockey DB profile who, you know, <laughs> me being the really good teacher that I am, you know, I, you know, you got to get a little research in, you know, you kind of do some Googling. So, you know, 20 minutes before the pod, do a little Googling. And uh, sure enough, I found out that our special guest today was part of the Smith's, Smith's Falls Bears, okay? In his first season with them, he put, played 60 games, put up a whomping 15 goals, 14 assists, total 29 points and 39 penalty minutes back in 2010-2011. So I'm going to let you introduce who that Smith Smith's Falls Bears player was in the 2010-2011 season, Dom. Well, oh, yeah, those are, those are some good points there, Riccio, and I'm sure... Uh... The Bears miss this, our guest uh, quite a bit on their roster. The one, the only, Cody Frazier. Wow. Thank you. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yes, Miss Falls. Great times there. I'll tell you that for sure. And uh, big time throwback. And I really appreciate last time you and uh, you had Jer on. Uh, you guys brought up how important hockey is in Thunder Bay. And... Um, yeah, from like five until about 21 years old, that was it for me too. So, uh, hockey, hockey, hockey. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on here, Cody. And and I know we were kind of you know, shooting the breeze a little bit earlier, but, you know, you were kind of the inspiration of this uh, this podcast. We know that you're, <laughs> you, are, uh, you are a veteran podcaster. Uh, I know I, I've heard two of your, your episodes on the Michael Aided show, and, you know, I, I was really digging it, and, I, you know, as I told Dom, I said, you know, we, we could do something like this. We could, you know, we have microphones, we have computers, you know, why not start a podcast? So kind of the inspiration for, for our podcast. Well, I aim to inspire and I'm happy, uh, even though I, it's easy to be a guest. Okay. I'll say that for sure. Um, you know, make, don't, don't say anything that's going to make yourself uh, look like, uh, like a fool. And that's about it. So, uh, (laughs) I've been on uh, Michael Lated twice, and I was on the Laced Up podcast with uh, um, uh, the boys there. Uh, I don't even—I don't think—I don't think they use the real names, but Laced Up Pod, they're good guys too. Is that out of—is that out of Thunder Bay too, Cody? Yeah, that's uh, James Cole, and uh, I don't know if he uses his name, so I'm not going to say it. Nice, I like that. Yeah, code names. Yeah. Maybe we need some code names, Rex. You need some? No, no. It's got to be you. It's got to be you. 
<laughs> and it's got to be authentic. Okay. And I'm happy you guys are doing this. This is cool. Uh, if I can make a quick point about podcasting, um, this is the um, this is the medium. Okay, this is what everyone wants to listen to. This is on either you can have it on in the background. I know you guys don't have the video stuff yet, which is good because I would have cleaned myself up a lot nicer. <laughs> um, it, it's it's going to take over news radio. It's going to be gone. Um, and it's probably, I mean, we don't have television and all we listen to is podcasts and YouTube. So this is it. And uh, it's cool. You're doing this. It's awesome. Cool. Thanks, Cody. We, we appreciate the, the kind words. Um, now, Dom, I know you and you and Cody, you guys go way back. Uh, I, I kind of know Cody a little bit through, through yourself. So maybe let's, let's maybe catch up with, uh, what, uh, Cody is doing. I'm not sure if you have specific questions, Dom, but, uh, I'm not sure where you want to start with this here. Yeah, I got a list. Um, first I would just wanted to, um, uh, yeah, obviously thanks Cody for coming on. We love you, Cody. And, uh, yeah, thanks for inspiring us to do this podcast. Um, yeah, Cody, how has the last year been with um, COVID and oh. just everything? I know we've chatted, but what? anything else? Like, anything else uh, new? Uh, last year's been fun. Honestly, like, 2020, a uh, rough year for everybody. Uh, I became a lawyer in January 30th, 2020. Um, COVID hits in March. I get laid off for five weeks. Um, I come back and then, yeah, so it's just been getting my feet wet. I've been a lawyer for a year now and, um, you know, establishing a practice, uh, doing your best to network. You can't really network. I'm like sliding into like realtors DMs. It's like really like scummy kind of, and you are trying to build up client base. It's been tough, but I've been, you know, I know enough people in town that it's been good. Um, and then obviously with city council, every single thing is every decision we make is like the biggest decision of all time from very minute things like pulling nets off a rink to roundabouts to, uh, you name it. Uh, it's like the biggest thing that's ever happened to anyone in Thunder Bay. Um, and that's fine. Um, but then there's that. So basically, um, I work 24 seven and, um, and that's it. Like, Lindsay and I have been uh, cycling. We have a cycle trainer upstairs. I just bought a new bike the other day. So when the, the pavement's dry, I'm going to be hitting it hard. I uh, like that. I don't really play hockey anymore. Um, I mean, I can't because the rinks are closed, but I am getting an itch. So usually about this time every year, I get an itch and I want to go play it for a little bit. Usually I get called up to uh, to Carp's team there. The, uh, hmm. the moose. The moose. Yeah, for a couple of games, I get my feet wet, and then I'm back at it, but not this year. We'll see. I'm going to take a whole year off and see how I am next year after I have a full year of uh, cycling under my leg. We'll see how it goes. But all in all, it's good. Lindsay's working from home, teaching from home, and I'm at the office. Uh, things are different. But, uh, I mean, 2020 is the year we basically started our lives, so it's like mm-hmm. this is our life. Got to look at the know? bright side, yeah. A, a lot of yeah. good things there, even though it's just been – been different for sure yeah yeah everyone i know is healthy like i mean i have i had a handful of friends that had covid everyone turned out to be okay uh but i mean um we both are are employed and healthy so there's nothing to really complain about honestly so cody me and vin uh we always like to talk about how we grew up uh you know where we grew up in northwood we grew up neighbors and uh i just wanted to get a little bit of insight what it was like growing up on Roslyn. It must have been a, a lot different than growing up in North yeah, where we were. It was. And it's funny. So when I was listening to your podcast, 
your first one, and then with Jer, I was like, I don't really have the same experience. Um, so when you grow up in more of a rural area, everything's spread out. So I basically lived on my bike. Um, you know, my close friends at the time would have been like Luke, ba- Luke, Luke Barron, uh, Dan Mackey. They all live behind me. Uh, like Jordi Armiento, like they're like three K bike rides and like, it's not that far, mm-hmm. but it's not like, you know, running out front of your house and playing with, with carps and, and Vin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, um, so it's definitely different. You make the friend, you guys made your friendships on the cul-de-sac and then you had your own friends at school and it was the other way around. Like I made the friends at school, then you connect with them in the neighborhood, the neighborhood, right? Cause the neighborhood's so, so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lived on the bike, um, and a lot of road, a lot of road hockey, a lot of basketball, like a lot of basketball. And, um, one summer I would have been like 10 or 11, maybe 12. That's when I played a lot. I broke my wrist really bad in summer hockey and I couldn't play, I couldn't hoop. So about three weeks in, I was supposed to have the cast on for, I think, four to six weeks. I cut I cut a hole in the palm of the cast so I can hoop. And it literally <laughs> defeated the purpose of having cast. And I remember, I remember my, they were like, do you want a waterproof cast? I was like, yeah. So my, it forced my mom to pay like an extra 100 or $200 or something ridiculous for this waterproof cast that I just cut anyway, like two weeks in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, basketball was very, very big with us. Like, Dan Mackey was a good basketball player. Even Barron was a good basketball player. Jordy's a good athlete. Uh, we played a lot of basketball. The church, Holy Family Church. Um, and then, you know, eventually you get to high school. And uh, and then uh, and then I linked up with Dom and, and the crew from, from Northwood and from town. And, uh, and yeah, like, I, it's different for sure. It, it's different for sure than your experience mm-hmm. actually i initially grew up in murillo from zero to 12 to 10 and then i moved to to roslyn at that point so even then too it's the same thing you live on your bike to see your friends wow yeah and uh then i don't know if i ever told you this but the first time i met cody i didn't we didn't really kind of kick it off yet it was kind of just in passing but i believe it was the eighth grade basketball at uh we hosted uh the saint edward dragons uh, at Sacred Heart, yes, sir. we were the Sharks, and uh, we thought we were a pretty good team until Cody Fraser and the boys rolled in. Pretty sure yeah, in the eighth pretty- grade, Cody had a full-on beard at that moment. And, oh, man. Uh, Buddy, he he was good defensively, offensively. He was getting every rebound, scoring every layup. He, he was a complete. I was boss. as tall as I am now. Then I was <laughs> yeah. six feet tall. I was like thirteen. So the same yeah, exact yeah. same size. I feel like I feel like St. Ed's always put out a good uh, always put out a good basketball team. Believe it or not, I think even when I was a student there, I think that's the only thing Sacred Heart couldn't win was was boys basketball. Huh. Did you go to Sacred Heart too? Ben? I was a I was a Sacred Heart Shark. Yeah, yeah, we had some good teams back then in in seven eight. We, seven, we eight, had some freaking ballers, man. Like just we had uh, like even the year at Bobas, like Chris Holomago, mm. uh, Taylor Cohart. Those guys were really good really good athletes and um i kind of feel like like you guys had way more students so the likelihood of you getting better athletes was it's a given yeah. and you guys had 
you guys had a high, high, high population of Italians, right? So I mean, you're obviously going to dummy soccer. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's a thing. It's it. And uh, but yeah, we were good. I, the only team that would beat us in basketball would have been uh, would have been EQ. EQ Jennings yeah. was, was thick. Crispy Pilot with the three pointer, eh? Pilot was so sick. Who's the had a couple? They had a couple guys like me who too, right? Who they matured oh, young. Um, so at 13, Cody, 14, they were like Cody Wilson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. They, they were good. Yeah. And they had like a, and no offense to my coach, Chris Pedry, he's like a great guy. He's a great teacher. Um, but like, he was also a pretty good basketball player from my understanding, but EQ had a teacher and she was CIS, like a CIS women's basketball player. And I think she like coached and, and, uh, at like a high level basketball. So they were running like real things and it was wow. like, Pedri was just trying to make sure we were doing layups properly, right? Mm. And this lady was running systems and zone defense and all this stuff. And we were just on the street, so. Yeah. And Cody, um, kind of like we what we touched on earlier, you were obviously really good at basketball and pretty much any sport you played, but hockey was definitely your, your forte. Um, and you said you started at, at five. Do you remember, What's your first memory of hockey? Was it watching it? Was it playing it? I remember watching uh, the Flyers with my dad when I was really young because my dad's a Flyers fan. But then my first memory of hockey is my grandpa's taking me skating at Wayland over here on uh, off, off of uh, James Street there, Wayland Park. And then I started at five out at Norwest. And uh, yeah, man, you just you guys you guys are like the you guys are the the anomaly, really. Because you guys played soccer and you guys never played hockey, but um, like I would say, like ninety percent of this, my classmates, like girls included, were playing hockey. And um, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and I would never take back playing hockey because it, it's given me so much in my life. It's taking it's taking from me now. My back's really messed up, but I'm getting it's getting better. But um, you know, it's given me so much. But holy man. The best thing ever was playing grade 12 varsity soccer with Dom and the boys. And I missed playing um, varsity sports and and stuff like that. Because after grade 8 basketball, I didn't even play midget basketball in grade 9. Because I was playing Kings. There's no way I could have done it, right? And, uh, I mean, I was one of the top players. So, like, it it was worth it. But if I was, like, a mid-range player or just making Kings, it wouldn't have been worth it, man. Mm -hmm. Not even close. Yeah, I, uh, I, I see what, what was you your experience like with the Kings? I mean, obviously it's a high level. Um, you know, you're going on tournaments, you're going to different cities. Yeah, uh, it was exactly what I wanted. It was exactly what I wanted. Um, all I ever wanted to do. I don't have many memories as a young kid, like five to maybe ten, that I'm not holding a hockey stick. Um, I either it's a mini stick or a regular hockey stick. It's either playing in the garage, playing in the basement. Uh, playing road hockey. If I wasn't didn't have a hockey stick, it was like a basketball or or my bike, and that was it. And um, when I when my dad did a really good job at like shielding me and uh, from like me knowing that there's such thing as kings. And then when I was 11, 11 double A, and I was really good. Uh, the PB Kings coach like came and talked to me. He was like, "Yeah, you want to come play AAA? I didn't even know AAA existed." Wow. And my yeah, so then I ended up playing that, and, and then the rest kind of is history. I was, like, obsessed with it. If I wasn't playing it, uh, like, practicing every day, I was doing I was doing it at home. 
Um, so yeah, it was awesome. It teaches you discipline. It, it teaches you, um, uh, respect and, and leadership and all that kind of stuff. It's all the things that have culminated to make me who I am now. So I'm thankful for it. But holy man, do I wish I would have played some some soccer, man, mm-hmm. in high school and uh, and basketball too, and even some football. It would have been nice to just hammer somebody. I know it's, it would have been fun. It's funny looking back. Like even when I, I remember how busy you were with hockey, I was I was almost as busy almost yeah. as busy with soccer and, and you do look back and be like oh yeah football would have been awesome or playing more basketball or focusing on other things but yeah like you said you, you don't take for granted everything you got out of it right and um obviously you had a you know a good a good uh run at it with the north stars and the the bears and those are all good experiences and yeah for sure yeah like i mean uh, there's still uh there's like one or two guys my age that are still kind of slinging it in the minors and and you know, I was probably by the time I was eighteen, I was like, okay, like I'm, I like school, like I'm a relatively smart guy. I want to go to university, um, and also I really like to have beers, and I really liked hanging out with with women. Like I liked all that stuff. So I stopped, <laughs> I stopped playing <laughs> hockey and thinking about that so much. And you know, if I would have stuck with it. I'll tell you right now, I probably would have played like semi-pro. I would have never have probably got to the NHL or anything like that, but I probably would have played semi-pro and I'd probably just be finishing right now. Mm-hmm. And then what would I be doing, right? So it would have been a good experience, but I'm happy with uh, how everything unfolded for sure. For I, do, sure. I do remember a specific time in our friendship, Cody. I believe it was uh, either grade 11 or grade 12 when we had two years with Mr. Bernst English in grade 11 and yeah. grade 12. and. For, we sat to, uh, by each other, and uh, Mr. Burns was always keeping tabs on us how we were doing because uh, you know we weren't we weren't really always the best students, but when we tried, we did a good job. But uh, there was yes, a sir. point where Cody flipped a switch and he became one of the best students in the class. Was that <laughs> was that around that time where you said, you know what, I'm kind of over hockey? Or Mr. Burns is a special guy. Um, he was the first person that ever looked at me uh as like a like a young man not just as like a hockey player like a young man with potential not just like oh god it's a hockey player i'm gonna roll my eyes and i'll give him a lot of credit for that and um he would he would call me out on my bs Mm -hmm. a lot so i would uh he gave me a hard time but he would call me out and uh you know what i wouldn't do homework or you know, he's he would be like, oh yeah, like I, you know, you're in the, I saw you in the newspaper, and we, you, you think you think you can't just, you're not just gonna do all your work and stuff like that. And I think, you know, if I wasn't 17, if I if I was younger, I would have probably been like, wow, that guy's a jerk. I don't like him at all. But I guess I was maturing enough at the time to be like, wow, yeah, this guy's kind of right. There's other things other than hockey. Um, it was the start of it. I I, I don't know if it was the, the also. I had to flip the switch because I was failing that class very badly, <laughs> yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, I was uh, at that point uh, there was opportunity for me to get a scholarship for for hockey, so I had to get at least like sixty five seventy. So I had to flip the switch. I had to. So, uh, but that was the start of it, though. Was, that's yeah. a good observation, Dom, because he was a big influence in my life for sure. He was a great guy. Uh, Great guy. Just also touching on high school, uh, Cody. I have a memory of how we actually first met. Besides watching you play basketball, do you remember where and when we first met? Like actually being buddies. Okay, was it in grade nine gym? It sure was, brother. 
yeah it was <laughs> There's a story and I know it, but you're gonna tell it. Honestly, it's it's like not I it, I guess it's an okay story, I'm but I, I just remember Cody coming up to me and I knew who he was and he knew who I was just from we were playing sports together against each yeah. other. And uh I I don't know if he, he Cody was a pretty um uh you know, he's pretty uh confident guy at all <laughs> times growing up. And that maybe uh, I was a bit intimidated by his beard and his size at, at, at grade nine. <laughs> and uh, he comes up to me, goes, "Dunk missile." He's, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you're Cody." He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna be locker buddies, man." <laughs> and we were lo- we were locker roommates like yeah, we immediately, were. like immediately. We <laughs> hey, the the strong stay with the strong. That's how it works. Yeah, that's right. Why I was in gym class, I saw Dom's skills. I was like, I gotta get close to this guy. I gotta be his friend, or else he's gonna like overtake me. You know, all those other kind of like alpha stupid things that you think about. <laughs> Maybe I remember Dom one time. Uh, remember when you were playing soccer? You guys were down in Shattuck, and you guys were playing in the bubble. Yeah, I was playing in Shattuck at the same time. Yes, that was sick. That school is sick. Unbelievable. Imagine going to that school, especially like I, yeah, like. Where we came from, man, to see something like that—the money they put into their their sports and their and their programs—it was it, it was insane. It was like out of a movie. Was that, like, ever, that, that ever Sydney Crosby one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have an awesome soccer program too, and their indoor their indoor turf facility was bomb. Nice yeah, a nice one here too. Yeah, and Cody, uh, also, uh, do you have any any good reviews of me being a good uh, locker partner? Dom was good. Um, Dom got me out of, so I had an issue, uh, I think it was grade 10. I think we started getting locker buddies in grade 10. I think that's when it was, Oh, okay. Because I had an issue with a girl, as usual, and I we had the locker in the same hallway, and Mr. Grant, the VP, allowed me to move lockers. I told him, like, I'm just going to move in with Dom. He's like, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, okay. And then he gave me a locker in, like, some stupid wing. And then I got, went and just lived with Dom. And then I've been roommate. I was roommates with Dom. He's my first roommate. Roommates with Dom, grade 10, 11, 12. It was great. Yeah. Obviously had an issue. I had to move my locker, you know. Hey, Amen. You never know. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do it, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. All right. That's right. Well. But I don't have any cool wrestling stories. I don't even. I, I don't remember. I never was into wrestling like you guys. I remember big cane guy though, like with the red mask, <laughs> like big cane guy. So, All right, Cody. Besides, uh, besides wrestling, what else do you remember? Uh, what What were you really into growing up besides hockey and sports? <clears throat> I was into Pokemon. Okay, I was gonna ask you about that. I was gonna ask you about that because I saw a was it a Snapchat or an Instagram story the other day? You got. Got some booster packs. I did, yeah. So I was into Pokemon. <sighs> Again, like I give props to my parents for like shielding me from things, so they didn't have to spend money on stuff. I swear they were good at it. And because I grew up in Marillo, you're also kind of sheltered from things on the internet. We had dial-up internet, so you don't really know what's going on. But yeah, man, I had I had good Pokemon cards, and I played on the like the. Um, I still have all my cards. I still have a really nice Charizard. I've never even touched. Um, but I also played a lot of, uh, like on the Game Boy, like, like red, yellow, all that kind of stuff. Like, did you guys play that? Did you guys rip that? Oh, yeah. Totally. 
Big blue we're big guys. guys. Big Pokemon blue guys. I just I just beat Fire Red. I'm, I downloaded an emulator. I mean, that's illegal. It's on, it's on the Pokemon. Oh, well. Uh, I downloaded an emulator. I just beat Red. I'm playing Emerald right now. Nice. Talk about a stress reliever and an escape from reality to just be this little weird guy running around. <laughs> like from like a sky ver- a sky like upper uh, vision of everything and running around trying to catch Pokemon and fighting Pokemon. Yeah, it's great, man. I love it. And then, I mean, everyone's gotten back into trading cards during the pandemic, and uh, so I pulled all my old stuff. And then one of my friends I went to law school with, the biggest closet nerd ever. You would never know to see this guy, and he was telling me about all the new stuff. So I ended up buying a couple booster boxes, and I'm just going to sit on them. I'm not going to open them. I'm going to sit on them for like 20 years and see what they're worth because I didn't spend that much on them now. I'm like, you know, trying to diversify retirement, you know, think, yeah. like, who knows, man? Like, who cares what I spent, whatever it was, like 200 bucks or whatever it was on the two boxes? Like, who cares? Uh, and I'll see what they're worth in like 10, 15 years. So these booster packs, are they from the original, like, one? No. Oh, okay. These are like the, a new set. They're called the ones I got are called Hidden Fates. Um, like they come out with new stuff all the time and whatever, but it's collectible still. And um, Lindsay and I watch a lot of uh, pack pulls on YouTube, like nice. a lot, like an embarrassing amount of pack pulls. It's funny you say that, Cody, because one of our friends is actually a, he streams on Twitch. Of, uh, they open cards and they sell them to people, and uh, right yeah. on. Yeah, it's it's crazy with the pack pulls on on YouTube. He there. does it on Twitch, eh? He does it on Twitch, yeah. I'll have to follow him. Mason, Mason Coral. I don't know if you guys know him. Actually, he's probably in and around your age. Mason, Mason. Mason yeah. uh, he's Coral younger than us. And Justin Simony. Shout out to you guys. They do the yeah. uh, they do um, pack pulling on uh, on Twitch. Mason Coral. He he went to Pats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Uh, also on Twitch, I watch a lot of slots and uh, <laughs> wow, I'm a loser. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and poker. You know what? You'd be amazed if if you actually found out what 99 percent of people watch. I bet it's pretty similar stuff, if not yeah. worse. So yeah, you too, Adam. It's okay, man. Yeah, we're all fine. we're all in this together. It's fine. We are <laughs> cool. All right. Well, and besides Pokemon, anything else, Cody? Growing up, um, I mean, I played a lot of N sixty four. Nice, and that was it, though. Like after N sixty four, that was it. There was no Xbox. Actually, no, it's a lie. I played Xbox. I played like NBA Live, but I oh man, I'm such a nerd, and that makes total sense. Like in hindsight, everyone was like really surprised when I became a lawyer and I was good at school and stuff in high school because I was such a big goof. But in hindsight, this is it because I wouldn't even play the games. I would GM mode and like build a team and like stand under the cap and like organ. Oh, I was such a loser and like never play a game and just sim all the seasons, like draft properly. Nice. So, yeah, it makes sense. Everything makes that, sense. That was my favorite part of some of those games, too. Is you did too, eh? Yeah, you're oh. probably a type A, type a weirdo. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, tell us a little bit about N64 because we actually we have yeah. an N64 podcast that we haven't released yet. It's going to okay. be a little down the road but tell us about it because me and dom and some of the other guys were more gamers you know what was i was thinking about it the other day actually because uh my mom uh cleaned out my some old stuff and she found like an old psp and stuff i was thinking about um the games i played on 64 and a big one 
low-key underrated. It was Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, yeah. Great game, Cody. Loved Very it. Very unbelievable game. Loved and, it. Um, like, I mean, like, the whatever it would be, Super Mario 64 was obviously unbelievable. But the, the Banjo-Kazooie was, like, kind of the same idea, right? But it was the guy. Um, what other good ones? Like, I mean, obviously I played Mario Kart because everybody did. I wasn't totally into it, though. The, um, the adventure, like like Zelda, like those kind of things, like those kind of games, like the Adventure Quest, that's what I was totally into. Uh, a lot of ban- I think I beat Banjo-Kazooie. I think I beat Mario 64. You know, you get on top of the, the castle and you get Toad or whatever. Yeah, that was good stuff. Nice. And I guess, what else? Wave Racer. With the CDs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. That's about it, though. I think. Are you a Super, Smash, oh, Super Smash guy at all? What's that? Are you a Super Smash guy at all? Uh, you know what's actually funny? I never had the game, but whenever I would would be allowed to rent a game, that would be the game I would rent. Nice. From Movie Network on uh, right beside uh, Merle May. Oh, but, yeah, we used to rent that one. That would be the only game. And I'd rent those, and I'd rent the old Godzilla movies, like the old <laughs> Japanese Godzilla movies. You guys were all to watch Cody, those. I didn't know you were into that. But you, like, you into all the old Godzillas? The old Godzilla. Nice. Old Godzilla, where it's, like, literally a dude in a suit, and they make, like, a toy city, and then the guy just dummies it. <laughs> like, that's, that's the awesome. best job ever. Yeah, straight up. In Japan. That's amazing. Yeah, I like those. And then also, I think I thought it was very interesting. I yeah, hindsight, you're making me think here. Holy crap! I'm thinking about the old movie, and I thought it was so hilarious that they were all speaking English, but they were moving their lips in Japanese. Like it was the funniest thing. <laughs> like nothing could top that. Nothing awesome. could top that. And I watched the movie so many times, I knew all the words. Like I could, I could go through the whole entire movie. But it's like they were, they were speaking Japanese, but English words were coming out. That's awesome. It was hilarious. Was yeah. was Smoking Joe a big Godzilla guy? No, man. Smoking Joe. Smoking Joe watch hockey and uh, he's like working on stuff in the garage. Shout out to Smoking Joe, Cody's dad, great guy. Joe. Anytime yeah. I was at the uh, the Fraser residence, those guys treated me like their uh, their third son. So. Oh yeah, man. Love they them. man, they miss man. They won't. They would never say it, but they uh, they miss. It's quiet. They miss the parties. They miss the parties. Yeah. My dad does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> I, I have a, another good That's memory it. I uh, I have of when I started making these questions here. Whatever happened to your go kart, Cody? Oh, dude, yeah, the pink go kart. Um, well, I mean, we outgrew it. Um, like when you would have came into the picture, it was already like four or five years old, and. Uh, I had already basically outgrown it. Like when I was sitting in it, my, you can never sit. It's a two seater, but with me in it, like five ten at like 14, my knees would be like, uh, like, like out. So you, you couldn't even have somebody, but so I guess my, my dad sold it. And then my brother, my dad and I went one third, one third on a bigger one. Do you remember that one, Dom? I don't know if you were, I don't even know if I saw this one. It was more like a dune buggy. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, so that was fun, and then we'd rip it in the tree farm. Again, illegal. We're talking about on the pod. Who cares? Everybody rides their snow machine back there. 
And you go on the roads. You don't go on the grass, okay? You go on the roads. And it was a lot of fun, for sure. And then, when was that? When my dad flipped it. It was my birthday. You were probably there, Don. That was the first year we started painting. Yeah, maybe you were already in in West. Yeah, you you would have been already in West. Uh, My dad, I would always complain to my dad that I couldn't turn sharp enough. My dad's a mechanic, so he's like, I'll fix it, no problem. So he pinned the the wheels in just a bit. So what happens when you do that? She goes over. She goes over. So my dad, I got like 20 people at my house for, I don't know, it was my 21st birthday. And we doubled up with my buddy Colin. There's a lot of people there. Everyone's drinking, day drinking. And my dad's like, I don't even think he was drinking. My mom was already mad at him, so maybe he was drinking. He goes in the backyard, and he's pinning it, and he and he just and he hauls it like to, to skid out, and then he just rolls it rolls it but he it was very graceful he just like stepped out and then just like walked away it was perfect he never got hurt or anything my mom lost it though wow Wow. and then that was basically the end of the go-kart man like that was it It, it, i think my dad sold it and probably bought a skidoo or something nice yeah Yeah. that was good times with that thing though yeah it was thanks cool anything else you got here man no, I was just going to say that I think the first time I'd ever met Cody, I think it was picking you up from a, a house party at his house. <laughs> at Cody's house? Yeah, I think so. I think me and Jeremy, we were a little bit older than you guys. I think we were just cruising around. I think you gave me a shout out. You're like, oh, I need to ride home. I'm like, okay, where are you? You're like, oh, I'm at Cody's house. Or they drove out there. You know, it's like all these people there. I had no idea what's going on. I think that was the first time I'd ever met Cody. Shout out to Vin for driving all the way out there to pick me up. That's a bit yeah. of a haul. That's a good friend. Yeah. That is uh, a good friend. I think we almost got hit by a train too that night. That's likely. Yeah. And the things that things didn't go down. So we were driving and we drove over the tracks. So we're like, oh crap, there's a train coming. Wow. That could happen. Crazy. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, but I do I do envy your guys' setup though. I will say that listening to you guys, like that's pretty cool. Like you got the neighborhood boys. Like those guys. You guys are all like brothers. You guys are actually more like brothers than you are friends because, like, you did literally grew up together. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's wild, and you kind of take it for granted, especially when you, yeah, just hear, you know, it's, we, you just you don't realize how how special it was, and uh, just to be able to still do this within and yeah. then to have people like you on, it's 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 a good time for sure. It's cool, man. Yeah, it it's really cool. Also, hearing other people's perspectives too, like. It'd be nice to get a variety of people on here from different parts of town just because, I don't know, like, I mean, the way you describe, you know, living out in Murillo and, and out in Roslyn is, you know, totally different than, than growing up in Northwood, which is, you know, totally yeah. different than growing up in Westport. Like, I'm sure people mm-hmm. who grew up in Westport, like, have, you know, wild stories and, you know, they, they probably have their own band of brothers that, that are out there and, you know, growing up in East End probably is totally different. So it's always, you know, Thunder Bay is so diverse like that. I mean, we're so um, diverse in terms of, uh, you know, neighborhoods and whatnot. It's, it's, it's cool to hear people's people's take on growing up. It is. Like, and back in the 90s, Westport was Westport. Like, mm-hmm. this place was pretty, pretty nails, mm-hmm. you know, Westport. Yeah. So you got, if you got some guys on from Westport, that would be cool. Because yeah. I'd be curious to hear what it's like. For sure. <laughs> so if Cody... Uh, it seems like you have uh, quite a few fans, and uh, they wanted to ask you some questions. Um, fans. Yeah, yeah, we got a few here that that are all um, specifically the for angry you, constituents. Cody. They love you, man. Well, but maybe we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. 
It's got stuff. Then uh, you want to start it off here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got uh, so Brittany from Chicago asks, "Hey Cody," <laughs> she says, "Hey Cody, you're a big idea guy. What big ideas do you have about what?" See, so I tried to get a specific thing, and she goes, "You know, Cody's just like a big idea guy." Like, hey, I got this. Okay, I got it. I knew you. Would. I did have a big idea the other day. Um, I was talking to jo- so Jordy, my good friend Jordy Armiento. He he's a um, he's a skating and, um, and personal training coach, and what he does is he basically works on your your move your body movements. Okay. And, uh, so he's correcting how I hinge my hips and hopefully it's going to correct my, my back, low back problem. Anyways, that's, that's kind of a side point. But in, in that, like I'm giving him money to do it. <clears throat> totally happy to do that. But I was thinking to myself how much better our society would be if we had like an O hip for sports or for like physical activity that the government would pay like a thousand dollars a year and, you can do whatever you want with it as, as long as it's like physical activity related. If you want to use a thousand dollars a year for gym membership, that's cool. And like, I mean, they can't force you to go to the gym, but if you want to do a thousand dollars a year, Lindsay thinks it's a good idea too. She's got, she's puckering her lips and nodding her head and, and uh, you can use it for towards soccer registration or whatever, uh, equipment, whatever. Like we, Lindsay sits on the board of pro kids, which is the organization in town, which basically you, if you can't afford your kids sports, you apply to it and they pay for your kids' sports and it's awesome. And we donate money to it and it's the best it's in my opinion the best charity in town. If other charities listen to this, sorry guys, it's my favorite. And uh, if the government subsidized that, they I know they do some tax credits sometimes, but if they had like an OHIP program where it's like you have a thousand dollars a year, you basically what you would probably do is have to pay for it in advance and then submit and get a receipt. That would that's a big idea and I think that would uh, that probably would help a lot of people. And There's a big end, idea. Up saving, end up saving money in the long term, right? I think you would save money because yeah. how many people are, are diabetic and overweight and have these um, these diseases and stuff that are from infla- uh, inflammation from being uh, unfit? Mm. You probably save a lot of money in the long run with healthcare costs. And, you know, even if like, like if you, if you did something like that and you had a kid, um, you know, from a rough neighborhood, doesn't have a good situation at home and is able to go play a sport and the kid is just unbelievable at the sport and never would have done it had without that money. You just change that kid's life and you change the trajectory of a whole family's life. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I believe in the power of sport, uh, without it, there's absolutely no way that, uh, I'm who I am. So, uh, that's, that's a big idea for Brittany. There you go. See, she knew you're a big idea guy. And I like that idea. (laughs) I think it would keep a lot of, a lot of kids out of trouble. And just people healthier in general. So that's Cody, big idea guy. She knew it. Provincial (laughs) government, you're listening to this. Yeah, oh God. Cody's your guy. I asked for too much already. Second question for you, Cody, from uh, the fans here. We got uh, Lindsay from Thunder Bay. She asked, she goes, hey, Cody, didn't you save Dom from a bear attack one time? Oh my God. Well, I was definitely going to tell this story. I didn't know when to bring it up. All right, so like, I don't know like what much detail. I, I'm just I'll tell it. I'll tell it how I would tell it. I was at Dom's house. Was it you, me, and Petch? Maybe. I uh, I I think he was there, but I think it was a pretty big group of us. But it was a few it was of a us. Big group of guys yeah. biking. Yeah. 
and uh, we were at Dom's house. I was going to sleep at Dom's, and uh, Dom, I mean, it's a stud. There's a girl in PA that Dom had to go see, and uh, we get on our bikes, and we're biking from Northwood to I don't even know where, Hilldale or something. And we're getting we're crossing through where uh, the college in between would be cent, cent, uh, Central Avenue and uh, where the college is, so that road there. And Dom's biking in front of me, and I'm not even lying. This is not a lie. This legitimately happened. Dom, about a foot behind Dom, a bear jumps out of the woods and, like, reaches with his, like, claw. Like, I don't think there was immediate danger, but I screamed because I was scared. And Dom, I think, interpreted it as me trying to scare the bear away to save him. So I'm just sticking with that story. I screamed because it was a bear in, like, five feet in front of me. <laughs> anyway, so that's I saved Dom from the bear. And Dom totally smooched that girl. I watched him totally smooch that girl. And then we, dro- and then we drove our bikes back to Northwood. Yeah. It was a pretty sweet night. I actually forgot, like, where we were going. But when you started explaining it, I, I know the house and I... I know the uh, the lady we're talking is about. Is it Hildell? No, it was it deeper. Hildell? It was deeper, man. Like deep. I'll, I'll I remember t- driving back in the dark and we were yeah. all fired up. Oh yeah, got the it kiss. Was it downhill too? I remember this story. I remember it because you guys just gunning it downhill, like down Oliver or something like that on the road. Or oh man, it was like Belrose or something. Yeah, it was far. I'll I'll text yeah. you later. Okay. Yeah, man, that was that was funny. I knew we were gonna talk about that, but I don't know how to bring it up. So Lynn, Lynn's apparently asked that question. That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, I got one here. Uh, it's from it's from that man Jeremy from Thunder Bay. <laughs> he asks, hey, "Hey, Cody, what size and brand hockey helmet do you wear? Also, oh my God. <laughs> also, what is my Twitter profile picture?" Twitter profile picture, I'm pretty sure, is my headshot for Midget. I'm pretty sure. Which, my hair looks unbelievable. Um, Jer, uh, yeah, my helmet, I wear a Bauer 4500XL. That's an extra large. And I cut a 2x4, and I shove it in there to make it wider. So, there you go, Jer. That's the answer Jer wants. (laughs) I have a huge head. (laughs) That's awesome, Cody. All right, we got another fan. Of Cody's, it's uh, Vince from Sederno Calabria. He, okay. He says, "Hey guys, Vince, all the way from Thunder Bay. I have a question <laughs> for Cody Frazier. Every time we hook up, we greet each other with it's on. Not sure if we say that when something is great, or maybe the fact that my bald head reminds you of a bright light bulb, and you say it's on. <laughs> all kidding aside." Congrats to you, Cody, on becoming a lawyer along with City Alderman. Just remember one thing. It's on. (laughs) It's on. Oh, my God. Your dad is awesome, man. Your dad is so awesome. He's such a nice guy. Uh, I've shared so many laughs with Vince. Um, I don't know why. Why the heck is that even a thing? Why do you guys say that? Uh... Honestly, Vic probably was the first person to to whip it out, and then we just rolled with it. It's just why not, right? It's on when it's on. It's I on. Think, I think it's so funny. It's like a like you say it when you get pumped. Like you, it's on. Let's go. It's on. But then also you could say it out of context, and it's and then it's funny. So I think that's 
man, I don't know, I hear your dad say it, and then he, and then your dad posted on Facebook when he started to sell cars. I can't. I'm like, yes, I'm coming to get. I'm gonna coming to get a Dodge Ram uh, TRX when I can afford it. Okay, and you don't even have to do it's on because it's definitely already on. Yeah, I remember when when he started selling cars, he goes dumb. I need the. Uh, they tell me I need a slogan for advertising, and I was like, <laughs> I, Dad, I, I don't know, man. You just, you know, you've you've been in the business for a while. You you could think of something good. Next day on Facebook, he's got in big capitals. It's on. Come on down to oh, Lakehead Motors. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he kills me. Your dad's so nice. Thanks for the thanks for the nice uh, comments there, Vince. That's really kind of you. I appreciate it. It's awesome. It's on. <laughs> I have another question here for you, Cody. It's from it's from a guy named Butters. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh my god! He's from Thunder Bay. Also, he asks, "What happened to Luke's bike when we were growing up?" These are questions you guys actually got. Yeah, bro. Man, the people want to know, man. (laughs) Oh my god, man! Yeah. What happened to Butter's bike, okay? It's his mom's bike. All right, listen, this is what happened. Again, biking scenario, okay? We're biking around. That's all we ever do is bike around. So I don't even know why I didn't call Luke before I went to his house to go and call on him as I normally do. So I'm on my bike. I don't know why I didn't call him. I go to his house, and Jeff, his dad, answers the door and loses it on me, swearing the whole bit. I'm like... 13 or 14 years old, he's like, do you know what happened to Luke's mom's bike? And I'm like, dude, like, I don't even know you really. Like, I'm just like Luke's friend. And I was like scared on my mind. And uh, so I just, I'm like, hey, is Luke here? And he's like, no, Luke's grounded. He's not coming out. I'm like, holy man. So anyways, I left. And the story is, I'm not a part of the story. I guess him. I don't even know who it was. It must have been JT. It had to be JT because he was rolling with us then. Him and JT thought it was funny to like bike to the um, on 20th side. There's a dip right before the train tracks or after the train tracks, and there's like a it's like a gully and there's a small creek down there. And JT and Baron just like hucked his mom's bike over the railing into the river. <laughs> like what? Like you're no like. Why, dude? And then I'm like, I just call on your dad loses it as if I was an alias. It was you and JT. <laughs> Yo, I've never heard this so what story. What happened to the bike, bud? You threw it over this. You threw it over the railing into the river. <laughs> that's what you. That's what happened. I wasn't there, dude. I've never heard this story, and that's Are you hilarious. Serious? Never heard that, but I, I love it. Oh man! I love Every it. time I talk to Baron, man, my dad, the bike. Like, yeah, man, I wasn't even there. Everyone think uh, Jeff thought I was there. That's awesome, man. All right, yeah. and uh, we got one more question. Uh, Victor from Thunder Bay asked, "Yeah, how do you grow such a nice beard?" Vic, eh? Vic messaged me today. I talked to him. We're gonna link up for a beer when I we we don't get sick if we go outside. Nice. Um, you don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I had a mustache when I was like 13, right? So uh, I don't do anything to it. I don't have a beard. I don't even use beard oil. I have it. I don't really use it. Uh, but every week I trim it to a five setting on the sides. 
and then a six on my mustache and my goatee and uh, you know keep it clean and uh that's it like Vic like I know I know your dad but and I don't I don't think he has much of a facial hair so I don't know if there's much hope for Vic like for a full like I don't really know sorry bro I don't know <laughs> all right and well, uh Ben, how about we get uh, into our next uh, segment here? Before we, I know, I know exactly what segment we're going into. I do have two questions for Cody. Um, first one is: a While back, I, I, I know we know Cody the councilman, and you probably get a lot of shit already from from people in the public. But um, I, I'm curious. So I was driving to work one day, and yep. maybe you don't remember this. I, I don't know. They they kind of they sound clipped like something you said at council one day. Uh, and it was about Blues Fest. And it was about making, quote-unquote, boatloads of money. Do you remember saying that? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I don't know. It, um, like I said, it's something that I just, maybe was it taken out of context? They just sound clipped your, just the, the boatloads of money part. And then that was it. And they would just kind of like. I think I would have. I No, I remember. Yeah, so it was the first year I was on council. I asked the question to the community auditorium chair or community auditorium manager. I said, and I, and I phrased it like, can you please explain Blues Fest? Because people think that it makes boatloads of money. That's probably right. what it was. I think they just sound clipped the boatloads of money part. And I was just like, what? How does that? I don't get it. But um, I mean, I, I, get the I, have my, I have my own, I have my own opinions about the Thunder uh, Bay media and how, uh, how they, they like to clip things, but yeah, yeah sure. so that's it. And the answer to the question is, it makes no money, and uh, they basically are lucky to break even. Cool, thank you. I just wanted clarification because uh, you know the uh, I could tell that the sound clip was uh, clipped intentionally for the boatloads of money part. Hmm. They do that. also. I do have another question. Uh, I, I follow you on Snapchat. Big big fan of uh, the grilling. Oh yeah, I want to know about you know your master griller here. What, what kind of uh, you know what kind of thing you're using? What kind of barbecue you got? So I have the um, oh my god, what kind of grill do I have? I have. Uh, anyways, hold on. Broil king, broil king guy. Oh, I don't have a broil king. Trigger. Oh, it's sovereign. Yes, it is. Hold on a minute, guys. This is embarrassing. I literally look at it every single day. <laughs> I'm tired, um, man. So I don't know how I got into grilling. Um, yeah, it's Burrell King. Lindsay was right. Why I was like thinking <laughs> of something else. Um, how did I get into it? I don't really know how I got into it. I, I, I wanted a. I'm always looking for a hobby, like something that's not city council and not lawyer stuff. Yep. And, and so. I got the barbecue and I wanted to get one with the rotisserie because I wanted to like do chickens and, and do beef and pork and everything. And I thought it would just be kind of fun, uh, like once a week to like get a nice cut of meat and do something fun with it. And you know, like I, I <clears throat> my favorite thing to cook is tomahawk steak <clears throat> and like you look at all these, I mean, everyone can be a master master griller now or a master chef even i mean maybe not necessarily a chef but like a good cook because of online pinterest is is, is king like i got all these things to teach me how to do a proper uh a proper um, 
tomahawk. It's unbelievable. And uh, I get a lot of pleasure from it. It's just Lindsay and I, because I haven't even had a chance to cook with anybody. But I got it, and then uh, I haven't even had a chance to cook with anybody. <clears throat> but uh, we have fun. And uh, she cooks the sides, and I make a massive slab of meat. And, uh, yeah, man, salt day, you know? It's good <laughs> stuff. I-, I look forward to your, your stab trust. You got See? Lindsay always makes fun of me. Oh, I, I love videos it. in the kitchen. I'm like, hey guys, and I, I kind of want to be like deep down. I want to be a TV host. I want to like, I want to be like a news anchor or like host a show. And so this is my show on Sundays on my Snapchat. There is, I'm gonna be cooking something. I had to work this afternoon, so I couldn't do it. So Lindsay made a roast in the oven, and it was pretty good. It was nice. pretty damn good. You, I love uh, it. Do you stick to like you like? kind of diversify where you get your meat is there like one shop you get all your Maltese meat? Maltese eh nice that's where I get my meat too that's it like we got the way we eat is whatever's on sale at Maltese is our protein that's it they, nice. they, they cook for us nice and then uh, when you know uh, you know it was a good month and you know you feel you feel a little spicy then I go get a $80 tomahawk and we go all out you know nice my yeah yeah that's well, a good question, Ben. I love grilling too, and that's kind of why I wanted to ask it. Cause so are you are you in on the grilling? What do you got? Like, what's going on? I, you know, I just got kind of a starter grill. It's just me and the me and the fiance, and uh, not big on meat. So, um, okay. no, I just this kind of a starter barbecue. We got a Napoleon uh, Rogue. Bought it from uh, Bob. Uh, a brand. Yeah, it, it, it's great. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I got it from Bob's Wood Burners back uh, actually, like as soon as COVID hit, and uh, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't really got to, you know, host uh, get-togethers or anything. <laughs> but um, and Pinterest is it, man. Pinterest will teach you how to be a grill master. Pinterest. I got a smoke. If I didn't have to buy this bike, I bought a new bike. If I didn't buy that bike, I'd be buying a smoker this summer for sure. Nice ribs next year. We're getting married next year. Never mind. <laughs> next year. <laughs> All right, Cody. We're gonna get into this next segment here. Uh, so we did a little deep dive into your social media and, uh, we each chose a picture that, uh, we just want you to elaborate on. And, um, yeah, I, I picked one here that I really like. And, uh, just because we don't have video here, can you, um, just explain the picture and then kind of, uh, like paint the picture and then, uh, just tell us a little story about it. Yeah. This one's from Insta, but it's, it's a good one. Don't worry. Don't worry. No. So, uh, for context, I, I was like. I was self-conscious for a second. I remembered that when I got into law school, I purged my Twitter and I deleted my Facebook and made a new one. And I purge my Instagram every month or so. I go through it. And if there's something I just don't like, I get rid of it. So it's a good I'm call. It's something everybody should probably do. So yeah. yeah, here you go. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. Here we go. That's the famous picture. That's literally the most famous picture of all time. Um, I was at the world junior hockey championships in 2015. Um, me, Taylor Metzger, Justin Affleck, uh, and Matt Grove. Um, oh, sorry, that's it. And, oh, uh, Ryan Del Vecchio, uh, show it to the boys. I'm trying to find it here so I can just get a better sense of what the heck I'm talking about. But basically what happened was I was, um, you know, we were down there for two weeks, and you just drink all all day, every day. We were staying at, at Affleck's sister's house in Mount Pleasant, like a $2 million house, beautiful house, uh, right on the subway line. So if anyone knows Toronto, you get 
you just literally get on the subway line and you're in Air Canada Centre at Union Station. You can go outside. We didn't go outside basically for two weeks. It was great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just drink all day and I was completely wasted there. Um, <laughs> it's the last picture on my social media of me drunk. And I don't care if people know it because I was at a hockey game. It's totally loud. And I was like, oh, man, there's, there's Bob and James Duffy. And the guys didn't care because, like, those guys want to watch, like, guys like the hockey players warm up i don't really care and then i was i was like standing there and i didn't when you're behind a tv broadcast you don't really know if they're live it's impossible for you to know so i was just standing there and uh and that's the picture is me standing there in between james james duffy and bob mckenzie and um i turned around and that was my shock drunk face (laughs) my phone blows up everyone the producer is screaming at me like screaming at me with like no sound though, you know, like just pointing, get, get me out of the shot basically. So I left, but then my phone blew up cause it was live and everybody saw me and that picture actually Jake O'Neill shows Jake O'Neill saved the golf courses, uh, screenshot of that and sent that to me and that's it. That's awesome, man. That is amazing. The good that Connor McDavid, man. That was the best world juniors Canada one. It was great. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, also, yeah, I had a difficult time uh, going through your Facebook profile, Cody. I couldn't, uh, couldn't find one, uh, but I did find one on your Instagram, and uh, I'm doing this one for my boy, Jeremy Karpowicz. Yep. So you found that one, eh? That's uh, my picture. <laughs> that's that's Karpowicz's uh, Twitter uh, profile picture. That's me. I was 15 there on the Midget Kings. Uh I did get into like taking care of myself then and like trying to look good and I and I used to poof my hair like that and like spike it up and that was a good hair day man like Carps thinks that's hilarious but that's a good hair day <laughs> that's a really good hair day it looks you ever, good do you ever like bleach blonde your hair like I know they, it's oh, not like yeah. a king's tradition where like, <laughs> bleach blonde uh, your hair I think Actually, I did no. I never. We did purple in in Pee Wee, but you don't do like it properly. Like you just put it over brown hair, and it doesn't really purple. It's like red. We did that oh, in yeah. Pee Wee, but then we never did that after that because after at Bantam, that's when you get scouted for the OHL. So you don't want to meet a scout looking like a clown, right? Yeah. Uh, so we never did that. Um, a lot of other teams in Southern Ontario did that, but we never did it. And I'm happy we didn't. I did it uh, when I was uh, when I was older and junior. Actually, we all bleached our hair like very badly, and my hair was very bad for a summer. Actually, so don't do that. All right, and that uh, that's the segment of the deep dive. And then we just got one more segment I, here, Cody. It's called rapid fire. I got a list of questions here, and um, as quickly as you can, just answer them maybe with one or two words, and uh, you got a, a second or two to answer them, and we're just going to rifle through All them. right, let's go. Okay, Cody. Let's do it. Favorite hockey player? Uh, Connor McDavid. Favorite Pokemon? 100%. Charizard. I knew that, actually. Favorite biking or uh, trail or road? Roslyn Road. Favorite book? Uh, A Promised Land, Barack Obama. Nice. Favorite hockey team you played for? Miss Falls Bears. Favorite memory we've had together? Oh, man. 
it might be when I came out to Wiss, man. We had an awesome week. By the way, we haven't talked about that yet. Maybe we'll touch on that quick. That was an unreal week. Yeah. When you brought us to that big waterfall, man, that was awesome. That was that was sweet. Um, yeah. Playing on the basketball team or playing on the soccer team? Oh, no. I'll say soccer team because there was – I never played soccer in my life and I made the team in grade 12. I was in, I was in good shape. That's the only reason why I could run. That was it. I couldn't as soon as the ball got in my feet, it was over. But coach, <laughs> coach told you to use the body. There's just a big body out there. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is in here. Favorite thing you did while visiting BC was that is it the waterfall? Yeah, we had a good time. I mean, the waterfall. We like the horses, man. Take the pictures of the horses. My shirt off. Like that's pretty funny. That was great. Uh, favorite quarantine workout? Cycling. Favorite local restaurant? Oh my god, man. If anyone listens to this, I'm gonna get crap oh, from half sorry. the restaurant. The Sal! Sal. And, I think you already touched on this, but favorite barbecue meal? Tomahawk steak. Tomahawk. Yeah, buddy. And that's it, bro. That's awesome, man. You guys are the men. You guys are the men. This is awesome. I think you guys should keep doing it. Um, if you uh, need help with anything, it seems like you guys got everything under control, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll pump it up, and that's what I can do. And, Cody, is there anything you want to plug, like anything you got going on or anything? Uh, no, nothing nothing to plug. If anyone out there needs a will, if they, get, if they recently got married or had a kid, maybe a guy named Jeremy might want to think about getting a will. And important to get a will so that uh, your assets uh, go to who you want them to go after death and all that stuff. Good estate planning. If anyone's buying or selling a house, I want to be your lawyer. And uh, no, man, shout out, to, shout out to you guys for doing putting together a cool thing. This is like this is like artistic. You know, just getting around, chatting. This is this is what it's all about. And uh, the human connection uh, is something that uh, I think that's it, been highlighted in the pandemic that. I mean, you can't live without other people. And, um, you know, we're, Dom is way over there, but Vin is just over here. And it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. of what's going on in the world. So uh, the fact that you guys are doing this, connecting with the old friends, and, uh, and then putting it out there so that other friends can listen to it is pretty cool. So thanks for doing that. Okay, Cody. Well, thank you so much. We love you. And uh, we hope to have you again on sometime. For sure, man. For sure. As always, it's on. (laughs) Ciao.